0: Save your seat now at grow an email list.com. That's growandemaiallist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. It totally transformed the way I thought about it, the way I felt about it, the way I approached it. If you can bring someone in who can fill the gaps that you're not skilled at, you will not only save yourself time and effort but the job will likely be done to a higher standard. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. are you feeling overwhelmed in your business? Or maybe you're not getting everything done. If that's the case, it may be time to make your first hire. Now I know how hard it is to ask for help, especially when our business is our baby. I can do it all. That was my mantra for years. That is until I was knocked on my knees in a devastating loss while trying to grow our family. It was 2016. And on the same day that a doctor had delivered the worst news of my life, A virtual assistant named Caitlin hit send on her fourth email to me asking to help me offload some of the weight of running a business solo. For me, it took the heartbreak of my second loss and acknowledging that I needed some time to be in the fetal position and not responding to emails in order to allow me to finally admit that I needed help. But even as I uttered those words, I was still afraid. Like I had never hired anyone before. Not only was I afraid to have someone see just how unkempt and frankly embarrassing all of my systems were. Like I was the person who had 14 spreadsheets labeled the exact same thing, but I was also afraid to become someone's boss. Being in charge of my own business was already a lot of work, but owning the responsibility of actually caring for and providing a paycheck for an employee terrified me. From her emails, I could tell this person was a treasure of a human and that she would make an incredible virtual assistant. She came across as confident, tenacious, and somehow very warm all at once. So what would happen if I brought her in and royally screwed everything up because I just wasn't ready? I finally bit the bullet. I brought Caitlin on. The only word I can use to describe the feeling was complete and utter relief. I was finally not doing it all. I had someone to help me, someone to brainstorm with, someone to dream with. Since that fateful day in 2016, I've given birth to two healthy baby girls and built a team of 12 employees and subcontractors that I care so deeply for. I never imagined that my team would be this size and that I would be the boss to so many amazing women. So whether you are hesitant to ask for help or you are a firm believer in the value of collaboration, this episode aims to expand your perspective and to help you determine if it's time to make your first or your next hire as an entrepreneur. Because although I'm a firm believer in asking for help, I also don't want for you to just jump into it blind. I want for you to have clarity and confidence in this decision. So without further ado, here are the five questions you need to ask yourself before making your next hire. Recently, my team went down to a four-day work week, so we can spend more time in the sun and less time in front of screens. In order for us to be able to do that, we have to work smarter and not harder. That's why we're so excited about HubSpot's integrated AI tech. It's helping teams like ours automate the more tedious parts of running a business like doing research, summarizing information, writing copy, and more. Recent research shows that marketers are already slicing time spent on admin tasks in half thanks to AI from five hours to two and a half hours per day. Just imagine with all that extra time, you could be joining us with a four-day work week too. Start saving time in your business with the help of the AI powered tools built right into HubSpot CRM. Learn more and get started today at HubSpot.com. The first place to begin is assessing, is my workload overwhelming? Assessing the volume of work that you're currently juggling is essential for maintaining a healthy work-life balance and ensuring that you can effectively meet your goals. If you find yourself constantly stretched thin or struggling to meet your deadlines or unable to focus on strategic business growth, to me, that is a clear indicator that your workload has reached an overwhelming point. Like picture this, you're working long hours. You're pulling all-nighters and you're still barely scratching the surface of your to-do list. That feeling is so consuming and overwhelming. Like you're going to feel like your energy and your focus are spread thin across multiple tasks. You're going to feel drained. You're going to feel unable to give your best effort to any one thing. It's like trying to hold up the weight of the world on your shoulders. And if that is how you feel right now in business, that is a huge sign that you probably need help. When you can recognize the signs of an unmanageable workload, it is a key signaler that it is time to loosen the grip and to invite in someone else. When you are trying to juggle all the things and you're not able to, it impacts everything. It impacts your personal well-being. It can have adverse effects on the quality of your work. It can really slow down the success of your business. Like you might find yourself making avoidable mistakes or missing out on important opportunities or experiencing burnout. These are all clear signals that something has to change. Plus what's amazing is, is that bringing someone on board can provide fresh perspectives and new skills and diverse expertise that you Probably do not possess. It can open you up to the possibility for collaboration and teamwork. It can just give you a friend in this process. Entrepreneurship is not meant to be a solo sport, and so many of us are moving through it in that way. I did it for years and years and years. Remember, it is powerful to ask for help when you need it. Recognizing when your workload is becoming unmanageable and taking proactive steps to address that is a sign of strength, not weakness. So be honest, then be kind to yourself, and prioritize your well-being. And then you can start to empower yourself in your business by sharing the burden with someone who can contribute to your growth and success. There are so many people that I meet who are so burnt out. They started this business because they were passionate and they had this idea and this dream and this vision. And something that I think we don't talk about often enough as entrepreneurs is that Oftentimes that thing that we love, that idea that got us to start the business, we end up doing that thing for like 5% of the time and 95% of the rest of the time that we spend as an entrepreneur is spent on the things we don't love. Like I remember being a photographer when I would think about my workload, 40 hours a week I was doing admin and editing and blogging and marketing and support and invoicing And there was just this tiny window of my week where I was actually doing that thing that I loved. And so get really honest about what the workload is. If it is overwhelming, why is it overwhelming? What is truly urgent? Because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we place these arbitrary deadlines on things that really don't need to be there or don't matter or could be flexible, giving us more space and breathing room. I want to protect you from burnout. I want to save you from rock bottom. So the first question, is my workload overwhelming, is a beautiful place to begin. And that requires you to do a forensic style audit on your time, your energy, your goals, and your life. Question number two is this, are there tasks I am not equipped or skilled to handle? When it comes to running a business, recognizing your strengths and limitations is key to achieving success it is important to consider the specific tasks or areas of expertise required for your particular business. After all, no one is meant to be an expert at everything. So take a moment, yes, I am asking you to reflect and think about what is your skill set, What is your secret sauce? What are you so good at? What are the things that only you can do? Maybe you're gonna find that there are certain tasks that you find challenging or time-consuming or maybe there are areas where you lack the necessary knowledge or experience to complete them efficiently. If you take an audit and you recognize that the answer is yes, there are things that you shouldn't be doing, but you're trying to do, or things that you don't know how to do, but you're trying to learn and you're getting really frazzled, it might be a clear indication that you need to make a hire. So let's say, for example, you're running a marketing agency, and while you excel at developing the creative campaigns and crafting compelling messages, you might struggle with the technical aspects of web design or the intricacies of SEO. Instead of spending hours researching and trying to master these skills yourself, it will likely make more sense for you to hire someone with this specific expertise to handle those tasks. Because remember, your time is money. There are some interesting thoughts in the entrepreneurial world where they say like, you need to learn how to do everything and do everything in your business. And for a lot of us, that is a necessity at the beginning because we don't have the funds to outsource things, right? When I look at my business, I have done every single role within my business at a given time, because at one point in time, I did all the things by myself. However, I feel like you cross this threshold when you recognize that if you can stay in your sweet spot more and get help and hire in experts who are good at the things that you are not naturally good at, or you're not naturally inspired by, or you're not naturally curious about, that is when your business will actually see more gain than you trying to do all the things all at once. I am often reminded that asking for help is not a weakness. It is an opportunity to allow someone else to use their strengths. I think for so many of us, we are so proud. That was me. It took someone reaching out four different times, offering to help in the exact places that I needed it with me saying, nope, I got it. I got it. I got it. When I realized that asking for help was not admitting my weakness, but allowing Caitlin to stand in her strengths, it totally transformed the way I thought about it, the way I felt about it, the way I approached it. If you can bring someone in who can fill the gaps that you're not skilled at, you will not only save yourself time and effort, but the job will likely be done to a higher standard. Like think about it. When you have someone who knows the ins and the outs of a particular task or an area, they can deliver better results, provide valuable insights, and stay up to date with the latest trends and best practices. This level of expertise can make a significant difference in the quality of your work and the overall success of your business. Moreover, if you think about this, outsourcing tasks that fall outside of your skill set allows you to again, rise up and focus on the things that you do best. It will free up your time and your mental energy, enabling you to concentrate on the core aspects of your business where your expertise truly shines. This in turn can lead to increased productivity, better decision-making, and ultimately business growth. I will never forget After having Coco, I felt like my time had evaporated. I had gone from this season of life where I was in that hustle phase of getting my business off the ground, making it successful, and then successfully pivoting it. I had 10 hours a day to work. And all of a sudden I have this sweet little miracle of a baby after three years of waiting and my time evaporates. And I'm like, I do not have time to spend 10 hours on the computer learning and doing all the things. It was this huge wake up call for me of getting super honest about what are the things that I love doing and what are the things that only I can do. And honestly, when I peeled back the layers, there were very few things within my business that only I could do. The two things that I came up with were only I can be the visionary of this mission, right? I am the person who needs to paint the picture of the work that we're doing and the impact we're going to make. The other thing that only I can do is to be the face and the voice of the brand. Everything else, technically speaking, can be covered or outlined or drafted or responded to by someone else. And when I got super clear on that, it allowed me to not only get in the right help, but it allowed me to do the work that keeps me feeling excited and inspired. Remember that recognizing the tasks that are outside of your expertise and seeking help is a strategic decision that can empower you and your team members to deliver better results, to save yourself time, and to focus on what truly drives your business forward. Embrace this opportunity to invite people in and get ready to watch you and your business thrive. Number three, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Hiring costs money. Can you afford to hire someone? Now, I am a huge advocate for not biting off more than you can chew. And in order to ensure that you can afford to hire someone, you may need to work with an accountant or a financial advisor to determine if you have the bandwidth and the financial means to make a hire. They will help you consider not only The payment or the salary, but also factor in additional costs that might come in hiring someone like benefits or taxes and training. So before you go out and find a VA or a graphic designer or someone else, make sure you are really honest about here's what I'm bringing in. Here's what value this person will bring into the business. Here's the projections because there's nothing worse than hiring someone and then being like, okay, is this worth the investment? Am I making back the amount of money I'm spending and feeling stretched or strained financially? I know that hiring someone to share the burden might seem like this big expense, right? I will never forget when I first hired Kaylin and she sent me her rates, which were 1000% worth every penny. I was thinking, this feels like another mortgage. Like, how can I do this? How can I pay that? But when you think about it, not as an expense, but as an investment in not only your business, but also your sanity and your energy, it can totally change how you look at it. By bringing in additional help, you can redistribute tasks, you can delegate responsibilities, and the best part, you can free up your time and your mental energy to focus on the bigger picture. It allows you to prioritize strategic business growth and creative problem solving instead of constantly firefighting. It was so interesting when I started to really understand the value of investing in team. Even to this day, I was just talking to someone the other day. We're working out like the team structure. What does this look like? And I told her, I said, I am not afraid to invest in team specifically when I can tie the value that they are bringing to the business to an actual result. Right now, I can tell you exactly what end result each team member is helping drive And those end results are greater than the expense that I am paying the team member for. Therefore, it is a worthy move to hire. While it can feel really intimidating talking about things like salaries and 401ks, keep in mind that hiring someone with specific expertise doesn't necessarily mean having to do all of that and hire a full-time employee. Most of my hires start out as contractors And usually they start out as part-time and then we expand their role and their position on the team as we start to see those results and get really comfortable with the work that they're doing. So depending on the nature of the task, you can explore so many different options like hiring a freelancer or a consultant or an agency, or a contractor that specializes in a specific area that you need support in. This not only gives you flexibility to tap into the required expertise on an as-needed basis without having that long-term commitment or the overhead costs associated with a full-time hire. I always recommend, if you can... Start out with hiring someone as a contractor, use it as a trial period before you go through the big hurrah of making them a formal team member and getting unemployment benefits and 401ks and all these big things set up. Start as a contractor basis, make sure it's a good fit, have it be a short-term contract that allows you to change your mind if it's not the right fit or they're not the right fit. And then if it is the right fit, then expand that offer and what that looks like for them. When you are seeking help, what I think is most important is being super clear about the skills and the knowledge you're looking for and the results that you are after. Take the time to evaluate your candidates or these potential contractors or service providers. Review their experience, portfolio, testimonials. You want to make sure that if you are going to make this move, especially if you're trepidatious about it or afraid of it, to make the best moves so that it is a success, so that you can prove to yourself like, yes, this is an investment, but I am a brilliant investor. And I totally believe, know, and trust that this will be worth every penny. I think you approach the situation from a much different standpoint when you approach it with that confidence and clarity. You can't dig your biggest goals without a little hard work, which is why I bet you'll love listening to The Hustle Daily Show, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Rob Litterst, and Juliet Bennett, The Hustle Daily Show brings you a healthy dose of irreverent, offbeat, and informative takes on business and tech news. With short 10 to 15-minute episodes released every day, you're bound to learn something new this week, from updates about meta and AI, to how Domino's is flipping Pizza delivery on its head. Listen to the Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date on what's going on in business and tech. Trust me, I get it. Life is busy, and starting or growing your email list is probably this daunting task that haunts you on your to-do list. So I have a question: Are you ready to finally start your email list like this week? Step up to my challenge today, right now. It is your time. Join me for free as I walk you step-by-step on how to start and grow your email list. Head to listbuildchallenge.com to join my totally free, super actionable zero to 250 challenge where I lead you for five days on the exact process of starting or growing an email list. Think 10-minute daily tutorials and teachings so that you can take action and get results fast. Now, I started at zero two. And I now pop into hundreds of thousands of inboxes every single week. That's major business impact and growth, all with my mighty email list that started at literal ground zero. So here's my challenge for you. Join my absolutely free zero to 250 challenge and spend just five days with me growing your list that you can launch to. Start the free five-day challenge complete with video tutorials at listbuildchallenge.com. Number four question to ask yourself is, are there repetitive or low value tasks that could be delegated? Now, as a business owner, it is so crucial to identify tasks that are important, but don't necessarily require you or your direct involvement. These tasks could range from administrative work, like scheduling appointments and organizing documents to data entry or customer support, or even social media management. I think it is very clear that you have specific gifts, skills, and interests that you love. Like for me, so many people are shocked that I do not have a social media team, but I love social media. It's where I connect with my people. It's where I read DMs. It's where I am a part of my community. That is a task that I don't want to outsource, even if I could, because I enjoy it. But there are other tasks that I'm good at, but it doesn't mean that I should be doing it. Like graphic design. I can whip up a mean Canva template. Is that where my time is best spent? No. Should I have help in doing that? Yes. So, really take an analysis of where are you spending your time and get really honest about how much time these things are taking you. I think oftentimes we brush things off and we're like, "Oh, I only answer emails for like 20 minutes a day when if you actually set a timer and looked at your inbox and how long it's taking you, it could be two hours of your day. A lot of times there are tasks that are essential for the smooth operation of your business, but they might not be tasks that are the best use of your time, your talent, your creativity or passion, and your expertise. Think about it. As a business owner your time is your most valuable, non-renewable resource. You have unique skills and knowledge and the strategic vision that drive the growth and the success of your venture. It's kind of like the difference of seeing yourself as a CEO versus an entrepreneur. I feel like they wear different hats, they show up differently. And when you can start to see yourself as a CEO, that allows you to kind of rise above the minutiae that is required to have a successful business and get really honest about what kind of support you need, What is that support going to look like? And how is that support going to move you, your business, and the needle forward? You want to focus on the high value activities that are tied directly to results, not the low value activities that drain and suck up your time and your energy. So for example, let's talk about customer support. It is vital probably for many businesses to have great customer service. You could spend hours every day addressing customer inquiries, troubleshooting issues, adding in that support. While that is a necessary piece of your business, it's probably not the best use of your time, especially if your expertise lies in something like product development or business strategy or marketing. So hiring a dedicated customer support representative can allow you to ensure that your customers are receiving prompt and professional assistance while freeing yourself up to concentrate on tasks that directly impact business growth. I was just talking to someone on Instagram And I told her, I was like, I am officially in my quote, circle back era where people will come to me and they'll have an idea or a pitch or they want to do a collaboration. And I'm constantly being like, circle back in a month, circle back in a month. Once I'm done with this circle back. And that is, I was assigned to me that things are not aligned. And so for me, when I first hired Caitlin, all I gave her access to was my inbox. And I was like, Hey, like I am grieving this devastating loss. I'm in the fetal position. I can't even think about opening my Gmail right now. Can you just make sure that everyone gets a response? Even if it's not from me that they are at least getting heard and responded to. And I had this huge wake up call of like any response, even if it's not exactly how I would do it is better than no response. And I think a lot of times when we get help, we're so afraid of like the training it's going to take. And if somebody's not going to do things exactly the way we would do them, But done is better than perfect. And getting someone in to do things at 80% of the way that you would do it is better than 0% of the way. Because guess what? Life is going to have you have these human moments where business is going to stop. And there might be a chance that just like me, you built a business that cannot run while you rest. And so if you do not have help and support and life knocks you to your knees, guess what? you're screwed. And so that is why it is so important that we don't look at entrepreneurship as this solo sport. We look at it as a team sport so that if, and when life happens or things slow down, or you're in this critical period of your life and you need to hit the brakes, you have someone right there for you to pick up the pieces. It's so important to look at all the things that you're doing and get so honest about what is worth you doing where are areas that you can delegate? Because if you can delegate these important but time consuming tasks to competent individuals, you can not only free up your own time, but you can also benefit from the expertise and the efficiency of those who specialize in these areas. I love having new people on my team because we get fresh ideas. We get latest trends. We get things that we want to experiment on and it can contribute so greatly to the overall success of my business. My support team member, Steph, has been with me for nearly six years, and she loves her job. I would hate her job. I couldn't do her job. Every single day, she goes through hundreds of emails, helping our students, helping delegate different requests, responding to inquiries, press. Like She manages my inbox and Each day, I probably get only five emails that I need to answer. And I tell her, I only want to see the ones that genuinely require me. Everything else can go through you. And so, understanding that when you delegate tasks that don't require your direct involvement, you are empowering yourself to focus on the high value activities that leverage you, your gifts, your passion, your unique skills, and they help drive your business forward. So, if you can start to embrace this idea, this opportunity to build a capable team, I promise you, your productivity, your passion, your excitement for your business is going to soar again. The last question to ask yourself is, am I missing out on growth opportunities? When you go through this process and you evaluate your current workload, it is not just about managing the tasks at hand. It's also about assessing the impact on your business's growth potential. When you find yourself turning down potential clients or projects due to a lack of capacity, it's probably a clear indication that your workload is hindering your ability to seize new opportunities and expand your business. Like imagine this scenario, maybe you're a graphic designer and you're running your own studio. You have this steady stream of clients and projects, but as your reputation grows, more opportunities come knocking at your door. However, you are one human and due to your limited capacity, you're forced to decline these potentially lucrative projects. It might be frustrating to see the potential for business growth slip through your fingertips because you do not have the support you need to do the things you love. This is where hiring someone to help becomes essential. Bringing on additional team members enables you to take advantage of these new growth opportunities and capitalize on the demand for your services. By expanding your workforce, you increase your capacity to take on more clients, tackle larger projects, and enter new markets. Plus, hiring someone to share the workload allows you to provide better service to your existing clients. Like when you have more hands on deck, you can assure timely project delivery, maintain high quality standards, and nurture stronger client relationships. Satisfied clients often translate into repeat business, referrals, and an enhanced reputation, all of which are going to contribute to your long-term success of your business. I cannot tell you, in our home building project how many skilled trade people there are who do not have the support that they need. These are people who are phenomenal at their job. They are so good. And if they could just hire one person to help them with setting up meetings, doing invoices, communicating the project timeline, Their whole business and stress level would transform. I don't know if any of you have experienced that. I'm thinking about one person that we hired to create this railing for our lake house. He is an incredible iron worker. Like, he is so good at his job. He is doing everything on his own. I remember when he came for our project, he was writing down notes. And then he's like, I have this big chalkboard in my garage with everyone's projects on it. And I'm kind of like prioritizing them. I'll send you the invoice, I'll send you this, all these things. And I'm like, you don't have help. Like, if you could just focus on your iron work and have someone else tackle all of these other things for you, not only could you do more iron work, which is what you love, but you wouldn't feel so stretched thin and so frazzled. I've experienced so many instances like that where I'm like, if they just had somebody taking over the task that they didn't love, not only could they earn more money doing the work that they're so good at, but they could also have more energy and passion. They wouldn't look at their phone and dread whoever was calling asking for an update on their project. It's so interesting how we try to do all the things, how we try to be the hero of our business when really we could invite people in and not do it alone and let them do the things that they're good at, which guess what? Probably takes them less time, probably saves you money in the long run and helps you earn more money because you're back in your magic zone, that zone that allows you to do the thing you love and earn money and getting paid to do it, which is probably why you started all this in the first place. One of my first expenses as an entrepreneur before I hired Caitlin, before I had even entertained the notion of a team, was outsourcing some of my photo editing. I'd gone to this workshop led by this husband and wife photography team. And I remember them talking about outsourcing. And I remember sitting there thinking, good for them, not for me. I love editing. No one can edit the way I edit. Editing is a part of my art. Editing is the thing that I do. There's no way I could pay someone to edit. And then I realized, okay, wait. I love editing a hundred out of the thousand pictures that I deliver. What if I edited the hundred pictures that I love and adore the pictures that I'll use for the sneak peek and the slideshow and the blog post? And what if I outsourced the rest? When I did the math, I could save myself about 20 hours of time per week and pay someone $200. That's $10 an hour. If I believed that my hourly rate was worth more than $10 an hour, that would be a worthy investment. I told myself if I could do just one extra photo shoot a week, not only would it pay for a photo editor, it would allow me to do the thing that I love, serve more people and make more money. When I invited that help in initially after being so opposed to it, it was life-changing. I still got to do the thing that I loved in the way that I did it, but I also got to offload the parts that I didn't love so much to someone who loved it who matched my style and who delivered a superior product. And what was amazing is, is that in the eight years that I shot weddings, never once did a client ask me, is this edited by someone else? Never once did they notice that it wasn't me that did that editing. Never once did they complain because they got back their images faster They got back a more cohesive album. They got back the sneak peeks earlier because I was one excited to do that part. And I offloaded the rest. It was just this eye-opening thing of like, people don't necessarily need you to do all the things. They just want the end result. How can you get them the end result in a way that preserves and saves you from burnout, that protects their experience, and that gives them the best end result possible? And I genuinely believe that a lot of times we need help and support to do just that. Building a team is a significant decision, but it is so empowering to finally make your first or to make your next hire. Take the time to evaluate your workload, to assess the potential opportunities you're turning down, to envision what is this business going to turn into? What does the future growth look like? Hiring someone to help you can capitalize on all of those opportunities and it can alleviate your current stress and set the stage for a more prosperous and expansive future. If you are someone who is so resistant for asking for help, I want for you to picture this right now. You are likely white knuckling aspects of your life or your business. Squeeze your fist with me right now. Squeeze it so tight. You are in this state of tension. You are in a place of urgency your cortisol and your heart are racing right now through your body, what would it look like to just loosen the grip? Just loosen it just a little bit. You don't have to let go all the way. Just loosen the grip. Notice the calm and the peace and the presence you are inviting in your life just by loosening your grip. That is my invitation for you today. I hope this episode helped you identify whether it's time to make your first or your next hire. And thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast.